I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Just a quick announcement before we get started. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be on an episode of Mega? Well, the wait is over. Now you can sign up for a fan fiction recording. What's that? You join me and Holly, and we will improvise with a character that we all come up with, and you get to take home your very own episode of Mega. We've recorded a handful of them now, and they are so much fun, and people get on and say, I'm a little nervous, but then end up laughing the entire time. You don't have to have any improv experience at all. We will take such good care of you. And truly, we have been laughing so much with these, and they're really, really good. We have a a link in our link tree so you can sign up there anyone wants that wants 50 percent off you can join patreon and you get a half off discount of a fan fiction recording so that's a great reason to also join patreon we hope we see you in the recording okay love you bye mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church I'm Hallie Laban, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where we love to give our mega church a tiny family feel, ooh, by introducing you to members of our church staff, sometimes people from our community, and I never saw, I never cease to find it to be a treat and a treasure, and per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome my friend, Gray Haas. J to the C, he is looking at me hallie how are you so blessed so happy to be together how are you gray how are your kids who come to climax uh not doing great hallie in my personal life right now i'm having a bit of an issue not sure if i've mentioned him before but my friend clay mason bannerman but not sure if we can even be friends anymore hallie to be honest is that right 
Hallie, uh, I went over to Clay's the other night and I realized something was off. Something was strange. He was acting weird. And I'm going, okay. Uh, I looked around. He had cleaned out his entire garage. He had color-coded all of his cookbooks. He had basically arranged every single thing in all of his clothes drawers by, you know, those like really tight folds where you really make everything into a square. I'll have what he's having. Well, no, you won't, Hallie, because I realized Clay is on pot. Pot? Clay's on pot. No, please tell me not. I know. And I just brought it up to him and I said, hey, because I went, I was in the kitchen and he had he had eaten half a tray of these brownies that I looked at the note on them and it it's from this guy that's moved in next door to him. He's got this new neighbor who I guess had moved from California. He's got long hair. He wow. he has a, a Bronco with no top on it that he drives around even though the weather's been just crap. Mm-hmm. And it just said, hey, Clay, enjoy these. And it had a smiley face with a sunglasses on it. Brody, that's the guy's name. Okay. Clay had eaten half the tray of brownies. First off, I was like, you ate half a tray of brownies. That's your first problem. Yeah. You're going to just absolutely lose every gain you've been working for in the gym. All the sugar. And then he said, you know, but I know. But there were drugs in the brownies? There were drugs in the brownies, Hallie. And oh, he my said, gosh. And, and he, first he tried to sort of argue with me about it, but then he kept... You know, turning on music and saying, let's just chill out. And I said, no, I'm not chilling out with you. I yeah. uh, ended up calling CPS. Oh, good. Because I was like, you cannot have, you, you, you know, you cannot have popsicles come over here. And I said, CPS, do not let popsicles come over here until we can get clay clean. Popsicles, for you, dear listener, in case you don't know, Popsicles is um, Clay Mason Bannerman's grandchild. Oh, well, it's his son, really, Hallie, because his... Yeah. So uh, that was a bummer, Hallie. I basically did what you have to do with anybody who's an addict, and I just mm-hmm. had to cut him off. And yep. I said, you're on pot, and that is not okay with me. It's tough love. That's what you, you're giving him is tough love. And it's the only way to go because if you stick around, who knows, you could end up with a contact high. Next thing you know, you're cleaning up your house and all that. And that's actually what's interesting to me is I thought that when you got on these type of de- bad, scary drugs, you started laying around with your head hanging off the edge of the couch, drool coming out the side of your mouth, and you were either, you know, maybe murdering people or wreaking havoc in your relationships or just sort of zombie-like and dead to the world. But it sounds like he got downright productive. Well, he was playing that song Zombie by the Cranberries over and over. He said that's one of his favorite songs. Sick. So I don't know, Hallie. It's just been uh, tough because when you have to cut someone out of your life like that, it's really hard. But and then I started thinking of this, how do I bring what I've learned to Climax because my teens are going to need some teaching out of this. And you know, something I've been thinking about in my faith journey, and for me it's more of a destination since I think I'm pretty much there, is this idea of an endurance style faith. Oh, cool. And I just think you have to have that super marathon style faith cool. where no matter what you do, you know, you don't give up. 
You might feel exhausted. You might feel dehydrated. You might feel pukey. You might feel delusional Mm -hmm. that you even entered this race. But at the end of the day, Hallie, you've got to just keep going. And that's how my faith is. And so I preached an awesome message called Acquire the Fire, how how to keep your stoke kindled on Christ. Cool. Well, I'm going to put him on the top of my prayer list, Gray, because it honestly, to me, sounds like the devil has a stronghold on Clay. He does. And I had to, you know, I had to just, I'm sorry, I had to put him on blast. Mm. I just had to put him on blast. Mm. Yeah. And I think I know what that means. And I just, I want to um, c- congratulate you for maintaining your integrity. Thanks, Hallie. How are you doing? How was your week? Well, you know, the Bible says we're in the world, but we are not to be of the world. So as I try not to be, I have to be honest that um, being in this world can be challenging, even when you're saved and when even when you have Christ on your side. But every day that uh, God doesn't come back or Jesus doesn't come back, you know, has its challenges. I'm going to be honest. Right? And um you know, I said last week that my son Day um, has decided after much thought and contemplation and research or whatever the heck he thinks he's doing, he has decided that the church is a discriminatory institution that he can no longer uh, be part or parcel of in any way, shape or form, won't even go on the grounds or the campus of our beautiful uh, God-honoring Twin Hills Community Maybe Church. we don't even want him here. I covet your prayers at the very least. What happened was is he refused to go to church. I couldn't get my husband, Lance Labonte, to overpower him physically and just force him to. Right. So I was left with so few options. Last week, I um, took one of my husband, Lance Labonte's old amplifiers, and I took the streaming service from Twin Hills, and I turned it all the way up to 10, so it was blasting at his door and while he was, was in his bedroom. called again that Lance was in? Oh, my husband, Lance LeBlanc, he was in a um, Blues Traveler cover band called Hitchhiker Azul. Okay. They yeah. were so cool. Just can't, still can't really wrap my head around that. It seems so unlike him. So anyway, this week I've been uh, praying all week for God to show me a sign. I'm like, how am I going to get day to church on Sunday? Well, as you know, we also have Saturday evening services. So guess what? On Saturday afternoon, Day asked me if I would give him a ride to his friend's house for a game night. And I said, I saw my opportunity and I said, I will give you a ride. And I just said, give you a ride. I didn't say to your friend's house for game night. Oh, I see. So I didn't lie. Or maybe it was a lie by omission, but I'm going Corey Tinboom on this one. These are certain lies that you can tell that aren't considered lies by God because, you know, uh, they're for the greater good. Oh, who? What? Who's Corey Tinboom? Corey Tinboom. She hid some Jewish people from Nazis. That's a good lie. Oh, I see. You follow. Oh, we had so, a different Corey Tinboom in Australia. Oh, what'd they do? Uh, that Corey Tinboom was an old lady that had one of those ear trumpets. Oh, cool. And she would always go, "Hey." Oh. It was kind of a catchphrase. Wow, that's cool. So I get day into Malexus, and I start. Oh, I'm sorry. Struggling. You know what? It was Corey Tin Ear. That was the name. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's great. I love, I feel like I'm really getting an encyclopedic knowledge of Australia through our friendship. Any Hooters, I get day into the car and I am driving, I'm trying to distract him while I'm driving towards church because I'm just going to drive him straight to church and force him to go to the Saturday evening service. So I'm trying to distract him. I'm talking to him and he's like, mom, you got to go right here on plank. You got to go right here on plank road. I didn't do it. I went left. Then when he started to know that he was catching a whiff that I was going to the 
Twin Hills campus, he started to get more and more agitated. I started driving faster and faster. And as I pulled down um, the back utility road to go in the back of the campus, you know what happened, Day? What? Gray? Day jumped out of the car and rolled. Uh, he jumped out of a moving vehicle. The classic, the classic maneuver. And then he stood up. I, he must not have sprained an ankle. He seemed fine. He took off running, and I think he ran to his friend's house. I went to turn around, and I just kind of yelled out the window to him a couple Bible verses and some other stuff. And if that wasn't enough, my daughter, who's been a vegan this whole time, which Ugh. is driving me crazy, now she won't even eat plants because uh, she has some idea that for some reason lettuces and vegetables are sentient and they can feel her chomping and chewing them and then she's causing them pain and so she won't do it she's all emotional she's crying and evidently the only thing that she is allowing herself to eat is stuff that falls off a tree oh which daughter the really hungry one Just like the pure waters of the Jordan River enveloped Jesus' body as John baptized him as an example of how we all need to get dunked for the Lord, our guest today is keeping our baptismal waters crystal clear and ready to transform our lives. It's my pleasure to introduce to you John Washington, but he's known as John the Baptismal Cleaner. Welcome to the program. How you doing today, John? Hey, what's going on? What's good? What's happening with y'all? It's good to see y'all. You know what I mean? Y'all look good today. Everybody looking good, looking fresh, looking hydrated, man. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> great out here. What? It, oh, well, John, wow. first off, um, I uh, got a, a look at the, the baptismals after you finished up with them today, oh. and they mm. have never looked more oh. clean. Tell us a little bit about what you actually do uh, when it comes to keeping baptismals all around the country fresh, clean, and clear for Christ. Yeah, no doubt. I love talking about what I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm a blue collar guy. You know, I, I like to I go around from church to church with my blue cleaning equipment. We keep these pools clean because you can't be dipping people into the, you know, when they go under, come back up, you know, you got to make sure they also, you know, high, feel clean and their skin is right and not too much chlorine. Uh-huh. You know, chlorine is the devil's chemical uh-huh. from what a lot of the pastors are talking now, now, me, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm agnostic. I, I don't know what I believe, but I, I tell you what, I ain't no better feeling in this world than seeing a young person commit their life underwater, you know what I mean? Especially in a perfectly crystal blue, clear water. I, I clean the pool so good you can drink it. It's oh. crazy, you know what I mean? Oh, that yeah. is so awesome. And I've noticed that you do sometimes put color in the water. And I, I like that. When I go into a home and you see that the water in the toilet bowl is blue or some such, like, word, oh, they've word. got a little extra going on in there. I feel extra clean. I I, I like how, you know, the most recent, um, this weekend, I believe our baptismal waters are going to be green for St. Patty's Day. Is that right? Is that you? Yeah, that's most definitely, most definitely it's going to be green. You know what I mean? I got, I got a couple lucky charms I'm going to drop in there. It's going to be great. You know what I'm saying, Shorty? Okay. You know, I also like doing a, a couple light blue colors and some red colors just so it looked like the Red Sea. You know what I'm saying? And, it, you know, like I got a couple uh, churches back in Mississippi. We, they look straight up like the Red Sea. It's like it's just straight up blood red. It's wild. You know what I'm saying? The cats was losing their mind. It looked like they came out of a blood pool. You know what I mean? Word up. It was crazy. Yeah. I think that is so fascinating. And I do want to go back to one thing that you said, John, which is um, that 
you were agnostic about, and I, I think he was saying you were an agnostic about chlorine, uh, but uh, were you saying you were agnostic about the chemicals that you're using or are you agnostic in general? Oh, well, that's a good question. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When I was growing up, I was a blue collar man. You know, I was in, I worked for the union. We got a big pool union. All the guys get together. You know, not a lot of the guys like to work in the church uh, department because they don't want to be converted and all that. But look, I, I ain't got no problem. You know, I just, I'm open. You know, I just don't know. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Chlorine, I, I'm confident about chlorine. That type of chemical is not good for everybody. It fucks with your hair. It fucks with your uh, your pores and all that. But as far as the, the Lord and the God and Jesus Christ, I don't know. I, you know, no disrespect to y'all. I just don't know. The most important thing I want to relay to you right now is I just want to shower you with the love of Jesus. And I also want to tell you that it's okay wherever you are today in your walk, um, in terms of your beliefs, because you know what? I believe you're a pre-Christian because I believe that you're going to one day be captivated by the love of Christ because it's a love like you have never been loved before, John. Jesus is this long-haired counterculture, uh, uh, a peaceful guy who loves you like you've never been loved before. And I, I just wanted to ask is while we're talking about beliefs is now, you know, speaking of Catholics and Protestants, a lot of Catholics believe when they take communion, they're actually eating the body of Jesus and drinking his blood, which to that I say, ew, because uh, yeah, I'm a nasty. Protestant who believes right it's just symbolic. So I, I was wondering, how do you believe, what do you believe is actually happening with the baptismal water? Do you think that there's actually sin in there afterwards? Do you have to scrub the tubs afterwards because everyone's filth is in there in terms of their... I don't know. Their pornography addictions are being washed away in that water. Their lust, you know, do you really have to dispose of the water afterwards as if it's like, you know, a, a, a dirty needle? I've been in a pool at late at night and after it emptied out, you know, and it was like a whole day of baptism. And I, I don't know what it was that day, but it was a lot of horny motherfuckers, you know, because when I get when I was cleaning out the pool and it was dry and then I was just like, I'm just saying, it was like, I just was horny as hell. I think I might have took on all the sins. It was the, in the uh, water. The the, uh, the congregation. Oh, really? oh my Yeah, yeah. God. So, you know, maybe that's what's happening, you know, because sometimes I'll clean a pool and I'll, you know, and I'll get really hungry and I'll start eating a lot, you know, getting real gluttonous in these streets, you know. But I got a question for y'all. You ever drown in, how long y'all hold them down in there? How long you hold them down underwater? Well, sometimes it, you know, it really depends. Usually it's a pretty quick dunk, but I have seen Steve get irritated every once in a while and, and he will, and he will hold them down a little bit longer just to remind them like, Hey, you know, who's in control? God is, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Word, word, word. You know, sometimes you got to force them a little bit, you know, cause they try to come up real quick. Huh? That's right. That's crazy. I know. And, and I do, uh, I, I get, I guess, you know, there are some things that, um, I'm definitely going to pray, uh, for you about, um, you know, I, and I think that's an interesting thing is that sometimes when you get into the baptismals after there have been baptisms, it seems like some of that sin is kind of just sticking to you. And then, I mean, luckily you work in baptisms, so you can, you know, jump right back in a pool the next day, hopefully, and wash all that where, off. Where? But I did want to know what what got you, what, what, did, what did you do that got you so interested in, in, in cleaning baptismals? I was always fascinated with pools, swimming pools. I would see them in TV. I saw that movie Swim Fan. I started doing it from one church to another. And it just, I just got known around these parts as John the Baptist and pool cleaner. And, you know, that's been happening. Maybe that's something God wanted for me. I don't know. You know, you know, sometimes I think about that, but I just can't say for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and I just do really believe that. I believe that if you continue to work in this field, I just think that Jesus will move uh, eventually to uh, convince you that it is the truth, that he is the truth and it is the truth. 
um, which is which is great. Um, and it's great too that you've got so. I mean, n- now it seems like you've got quite a number of people working for you. I mean, this is quite an operation you have. You say you've got uh, you've got people going all over the country. You know, I have two sons. You know, they go around to the church where I can't be. So, um, I, you know, they're called Johns and Sons. So my sons, I named them after uh, Luke and Matthew from the Gospels. Oh, you know awesome. what I'm saying? It's not that I'm saying I'm a Christian. I'm just like I just like this. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, real quick. I want you know. I also be eating the bread. Like whenever it's there, I eat the bread and the wine. Is that cool? Because I'm not saying I'm. You know, I don't know if I'm taking communion, but it, they just give it to me when I be up in there. So I take a little wafer and a and a little grape juice. You know what I mean? And grape juice is good for when I have stomach cramps. Like for a snack. Yeah, yeah. You know, my stomach be hurt, and I got I got Crohn's disease, and that oh. grape juice be working. You know, so. Oh. Um, wow. what, but what's the wafer though? Is that where y'all make those at? That should taste like nasty. That should taste like. It tastes like uh, like like chalk. Like well, we mix it up, John. Uh, sometimes it's just some chopped up um, bimbo white bread. Other times we'll use like a small cracker. It depends, but I think we do tend to lean toward a more flavorless thing, just so that people don't get too snacky. Because you know, if you if you start to eat it and you want more, then your mind comes off of God, and it's just trying to point you to Him. But I think it's okay if you do snack on it. In fact, it's probably really good for you and it'll familiarize you with it for once you, you know, do get saved, which I do believe is going to happen. John, I'm putting you on the top of my prayer list. I pray every single morning in the shower for everyone on my prayer list. Because a lot of times what someone does for their vocation, they don't want to mess with it when they get home and they're tired. For instance, a massage therapist doesn't want to come home and massage her husband all night. Her arms are tired. Her hands are sore. Word, word. So how, do you feel that way about water? I mean, do you get home and think, I can't shower before bed. It's been too much washing today. Uh, no, not at all. I love water. My now ex-wife, she left me because oh, no. she, oh. you know, she hates water. She hates oh, the sea. Oh, no. You know, so, you know, I'm really upset about that. But she also is, you know, but she does. She's a follower. You know, she's a follower. I met her actually baptizing. Uh, she bat- got baptized in one of my pools. And when she came out, she was just so, you know, hot for me. It was crazy. You know what I mean? We just we went on a date. It was wild. You know, and she was all baptized. And I told her, you know, he's saying, like, without me, you wouldn't even be with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? But now she don't, you know, now she got tired of the kid. It's all right, though. I'm a blue collar man. I don't need nobody. I'm a blue collar guy. Yeah, you know? I, yeah I guess that is what blue collar means. There was some something that I saw in the paper, and I did want to ask you your opinion about this, because it seemed like a lot of these uh, these baptismals, there was a, a malfunction in in the drainage system, and that a lot of people were just getting sucked right to the bottom during during the baptisms. And is that something that has affected affected your business? Because I, I saw people saying, "Well, I'm afraid to I'm afraid to do a full immersion baptism. I just want to get the water sprinkled on my head because I don't want to get to suck to the bottom of the pool." Word, word. That's like the baby baptism when they sprinkle it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I, you know, I, I do that I, with that too. You know, I'm you know I supply little baby bottles for that if y'all need that. So I, I'm. I'm versatile in my, in my baptism. We can sprinkle you. You know, if you want to go to the ocean, I know you guys do the river uh, baptism sometimes, you know what I mean? You know, so I, I, I used to go in the river ahead of time, you know, just make sure there's no like crazy cock crocodiles or any types of, uh, you know, creatures coming up. So you don't want to get chopped up while you're getting baptized. Also, you know, sometimes I'll do a little dove thing where, 
you know, I'll, I'll plan the dove. So when you when they come out the water, the dove will come flying on their head. You know what I mean? So I, you know, I'm pretty versatile. So that ain't really affect my business. Honestly, I, you know, I make a you know quarter million dollars a year. I'm doing pretty oh, really? good. Really? Oh, so, you know, I just you know not to brag or anything like that. But I mean, that's you know, definitely. But I'm a blue collar guy though, so you know. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that is definitely a very good, it's a great paying blue collar job. I know you said Steve usually does the baptisms, but. Maybe I, you know, maybe I could, you know, you, you guys obviously have one of my favorite pools. I mean, would you guys be interested in, and maybe dunking me? I, I don't know. You know, oh, I've been, be- you know, I'm not saying I'm ready to commit to the Lord. I'm just saying I wouldn't mind getting dunked and see. It's kind of like, you know, I mean, with that beautiful uh, metaphor you made about the massage therapist, you know, it's like, you know, sometimes maybe they never had a massage, you know what I mean? But they yeah. give the massages out. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Like, People getting baptized. I want to know what it feels like. What they go test through. it out. That's test out I, those Christian waters. Gray could baptize you. It'd well, be fun. I could, but I just, you know, I really want to make sure that your heart is in the right place, and that's something that I've that I'm considering. Oh man, I'm good, baby. You ain't got to worry about me, Gray. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a I'm a sinless man. You know what I'm saying? I, what, like, what's a sin? Tell me the sins real quick, because I, I here's like, let me let me think for a second. Okay, like. Basically, you know, I drink alcohol. That's okay, is that yeah, bad. That's yeah, that's not great. I can do that. Yeah, that's not great. You should okay, avoid man. it. Where are you from? You are from Australia, homie? Yeah, I'm from Australia. Oh, word, word. We gotta, we gotta get, a, get down there and get a couple pools up. Oh there. yeah, I mean, well, you know, unfortunately, they they don't have a lot of water down there either. Most of the country's just a desert, except for the parts that have salt water, and that's full of shacks. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Wow, you can get by, kicked by a kangaroo down there too. Have you ever seen those kangaroos? They're jacked. Oh yeah, they swole. They they look like they've been in a prison yard. It's crazy. Um, but I, you know, okay, let's go back to my sins real quick. So I got, uh, uh, alcohol as some, I do fornicate, you know, I have sex before marriage, oh, you know, that no. oh. I also, uh, you know, cuss. That's about it, you know, but that's it. Those three, oh. you know what I'm saying? If you, if you think I can, if I'm allowed to get in the water and do something like that. Maybe I, maybe maybe this maybe it is a sign, you know. I mean, I'm feeling like ha- you know, kind of emotional right now. Oh wow, yes, that's oh, wow. Jesus working on your heart, John. And I'll tell you what, everything that you mentioned in terms of your sins, those are all covered in the blood of Jesus, washed in the blood. And it sounds weird, but something could be washed in blood. It would seem like that would just make it an absolute yeah, chaotic. Yeah, that sounds mess. crazy. You know, as a pool man, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I don't. I would never wash something in blood. But I want you to know that 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 sex that you're having outside of marriage, I'm sure it feels good in the moment and all of that. But I will tell you what, the sex that God is planning for you inside of marriage is going to make that premarital sex seem like tripping and falling and breaking your teeth compared to Christian married sex, John. It's going to blow your mind. And so, you know, Jesus, everything that you did, all those sins you, that you mentioned, those are neither here nor there because um, Jesus already paid the price for those sins. So I say you get him in the water, Gray, and, and get him under there as soon as you can. We could do it today. We could fill up the plexiglass uh, a baptismal in the main auditorium right now, or we could go down into the chapel and do a small one, or we could go out into the lazy river on campus or the retention pond. Well, that has leeches. Yeah. And you know, I I think that again, I just want to make sure, like, I'm sure John knows this because, you know, he was married to a Christian and I'm sure that was some of the best sex he's ever had. Oh, right, right. Oh yeah. I mean, it was all right. You know, like it wasn't like, it wasn't all that. That sounds like something I really want, you know, like that real God, you know, like real, like we really. Yeah. Because you know what, John, because God will be a part of it. 
Imagine God, imagine the God of the universe watching it and 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 loving it and so lapping it, it yeah. up. Yeah, he's watching and enjoying. Oh, I mean, word. doesn't that make it sound even better? Uh, yeah, that sounds amazing. Like, as uh, long as he ain't judging my stroke, you know what I mean? Because I just don't want that because I know only God can judge me. But like when I be stroking, it'd be kind of like, you know, I be I got a skinny back. You know what I'm saying? So my back is kind of like I don't look cool. I just look like I'm kind of rolling around in, in the coochie. I don't even know what a stroke is besides the kind that makes your face fall off on one side and makes you walk straight to the doctor and say, I think I had a stroke. So I think <laughs> we need you in in our world. Oh, uh, yeah. We could talk about it. Yeah. Let's uh, well, let's show me where the, where's the water at. Where do we? It's, it's down here. It's down yeah, let's go. Right to, let's there, take him up to the main auditorium. We can leave the. We're you know we just have to go upstairs. We're yeah, down in the studio. You know, before we go up there again, I just want to make sure. Yo, Greg, I feel like you ain't trying to baptize me, my man. <laughs> you, you, you you think I'm not ready to be baptized? You know what I'm saying, son? No. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, only God could judge me, Greg. That's right. Yeah, I, you know, I just I, I go to work. I take care of my family. That's it. You know what I'm saying? My favorite show is Yellowstone. It's a good show about the blue collar white man. Uh, I'm a white guy, just so y'all know. I don't know if y'all knew that. Okay. Had had Jesus lived past 33 and been able to become an old man, you know what I bet he would look like? Kevin Costner in Yellowstone. Word, word, word. <laughs> hey, you wild for that one. Yo, yo, let's make it happen. Come on, Greg. Let me in, coach. I want to get let's in. Let's go. We're going down. upstairs. Put me in the church. We're coach. dunking you, John. Come on, John. Let's go up and dunk. All right. But I'm just saying, before y'all dunk me, that don't mean I'm going to be believing in God all of a sudden. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I'm just not ready yet. I just want to get dunked, you know? Or you think you can sprinkle me, whatever you want to do. John Washington was played by Lamar Woods. For all you Gossip Girl fans out there, check out his hilarious podcast, XOXO Gossip Guys. Follow him at Profmatic. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.